0: Hey folks, Preet here. In a newly leaked audio recording, former President Trump bragged about retaining a classified document outlining a potential U.S. attack on Iran. In other news, IRS whistleblowers have accused Justice Department leadership and the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office of political interference in the Hunter Biden probe. Meanwhile, a federal judge in Arkansas determined that the state's ban on gender-affirming care for transgender minors is unconstitutional, marking the first time such a ban has been struck down. And Justice Sam Alito is facing criticism for failing to disclose a 2008 trip on a private jet owned by a GOP billionaire who had business before the Supreme Court. Alito also published a Wall Street Journal op-ed denying the claims before the report was even released. Joyce Vance and I discuss all that and more on the Cafe Insider podcast. Today we're sharing an excerpt from the episode with listeners of Stay Tuned. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content... Try the membership for just $1 for one month. You can do that at cafe.com slash insider. That's cafe.com slash insider. We look forward to having you as a part of the Insider community. We are recording this as usual in the 10 a.m. hour on Tuesday, this June 27th, 2023. And I posted a a one-word tweet last night. And everyone knew what I was talking about. The tweet I posted and the word that I posted was Lordy.
1: <laughs> I saw that.
0: Can you finish Can you finish the phrase?
1: Lordy, there are tapes.
0: Lordy, there are tapes. Now, we knew there was a tape in connection with the Donald Trump accusation, or the many accusations contained in the indictment out of the Southern District of Florida. And we had seen a transcript of the tape. This is the conversation that Donald Trump had with a number of people in Bedminster, New Jersey, bragging about Having classified information, highly classified information, confidential information that he said he could have declassified when he was president, but he can no longer declassify. So that was all known. That's in the indictment. But last night, Monday night, CNN, apparently with an exclusive, got a
2: hold of the actual audio. These are bad, sick people.
1: That was, that was your coup, you know. Against you. That's well, it started right at the Like when minute. Millie's talking about, oh, oh. you were going to try to do a coup. No, they, they were All trying right. to do that before you even were sworn in. That's
2: right, no, trying to overthrow yeah. your election. Well, with Millie, uh, let me see that. I'll, I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Wow. We looked at some. This was him. This wasn't done by me. This was him. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. It's pages long.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait a minute. Let's see here. Wait a oh. <laughs> yeah. I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential yeah. secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack, and
1: Hillary would print that out all the time.
2: You know, <laughs> she'd, send no, she'd send it to yeah. Anthony Weiner.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: the pervert. Um, pr- by the way, isn't that incredible? Though? Yeah. I was just saying because we were talking about it, and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what.
1: It's y- These are the papers. Well, this hands. was
2: done by the military, given to me. Right. Uh, I but, think we can probably. right? I don't
1: know. We'll, we'll
2: have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to deed figure out I, a. a yeah. See, As president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Uh, now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah. Classic. Now we have a problem. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, And you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. No, I believe it's incredible, right? No, Hey, bring some uh,
1: bring some cokes in, please.
0: Can you explain, Joyce, why it's a big deal to hear the audio rather than just see the words on a page?
1: You know the old saying that a picture is worth a thousand words. Here, it's the audio that's worth a thousand words, because what you're hearing is is in essence a confession out of the former president's mouth. Preet, you've been saying for a long time that this tape was really important. Somehow the audio is just more important, more impressive than seeing the words on paper. It is, I think, overwhelming and every bit a smoking gun.
0: Well, you have, because you hear the tone, you hear the casual nature of the speaking. The other thing that people have been commenting on, I don't know if it's a staffer or one of the ghostwriters for Mark Meadows' book who was in the room, with trump when he was making these statements but there's someone sort of like giggling and laughing and playing along which i don't know i I found i've only listened to it a couple of times which i found kind of jarring because it's such a you know significant thing that's happening and you know significant enough that it forms part of the basis of a criminal allegation against the former president and they're just so lighthearted about it right did you get that impression
1: Yeah, I did. I mean, at one point, the the woman who's in the room, I'm not sure who she is, people have speculated about her identity. But, you know, she makes this comment about, we're in trouble now. And I don't think she means it in the sense of, oops, we've committed a crime. But you've got to, you know, love listening to that and just this glib sense that they can do whatever they want to do. They joke about Hillary Clinton at the start of the tape that CNN has. They, They joke about her mishandling classified information. And then whether Trump actually has classified documents there or not, that's sort of one of the known unknowns. They joke about, in a very cavalier tone, what appears from the context to be some sort of, of battle plan for, for Iran. It's just incredible. Is it possible
0: that we're not having the normal reaction to it, my reaction is similar to yours, that it underscores the gravity of the infraction, that they're so cavalier and casual about it and talking about classified information? On the other hand, if you're one of his lawyers, Todd Blanche, at trial... Could you paint that as, you know, evidence that the president did not have malicious intent? He was just kidding around and, you know, his tone uh, is proof of that, or does that not fly?
1: Is that sort of like the notorious drug dealer who laughs, ha, 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 we know this batch of heroin has been killing people, but you know, let, let me show it to you anyhow. If you I want, mean, I don't you I'm, can I'm have doing, some.
0: I'm doing the best I can trying <laughs> to put myself in the other lawyer's shoes.
1: You, you know, I think that they're stuck making arguments like that, Preet, which is to say, this is not defensible, right? The audio is so much worse than the words on the printed page because you hear the cavalier tone and If you listen to this tape and don't understand in your heart that Trump is a deeply unfit individual to be entrusted with the nation's secrets, then there's something missing in the way you view the world. His lawyers have the obligation to defend him. I don't quibble with that. I'm just really glad I don't have to come up with the BS arguments that they're going to have to try and muster here.
0: Well, So there's a couple of other things here that we should go back to. One is... Whatever document he's referring to in that Bedminster conversation, the the retention of that document is not a separate charge in the indictment, right? Second, Trump has, I think, said in his weird, you know, inarticulate manner that there wasn't a document. There were newspaper clippings and various other things, but there was no document. And it's also, third, not clear that the government is in possession of such a document, Can't that cause some confusion among the jurors because we don't have a video showing the document. We don't have the document. The document is not charged. So it's just puffery on the part of Trump and it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. So, A, it's hard always with Trump to know, you know, sir, when were you lying then or now? You just can't ever rely on his words. So what we do know for sure is that this incident is not charged in the indictment And in fact, there's been some reporting that when DOJ asked Trump's lawyers to return documents that would appear to be the ones described, in this incident, they were told that the Trump team had no such documents in its possession. And so that's led to all of this speculation that the documents didn't really exist, that it was just puffery. And, you know, I'm confident that the people who know the truth are prosecutors who had the opportunity to put everyone who was involved in this meeting in the grand jury and take testimony from them. So it seems very likely to me, if, if not to a moral certainty, that they know whether or not Trump tried to show folks classified documents in this meeting.
0: Would be better if they had the document and could put it into evidence and show the gravity of the information in the document though, right?
1: You know, I think that there are alternative ways to get a document, right? Trump is pretty specific in identifying it. We we know more actually after listening to this audio that it's something that according to Trump, DOD and General Miley put together and provided to him. And, and there's explanation that it's about a plan to attack Iran. This is, of course, Trump you know, saying, I was right and these guys were wrong. And so maybe they could find a document that they believe is the document. But as you say, it's really tough without knowing precisely what Trump had in front of him. Of course, if one of the witnesses who was in the room You know, if they were given the opportunity to look at it, and if they can look at another document and say that looks like it, well, then maybe you're in business. But there's a clear reason here that DOJ chose not to charge this, and it's probably because they don't think that they can prove it beyond a reasonable doubt.
0: So, you know, the question arises, pragmatic question, who made the tape? At some point, we'll find that out, because to authenticate it, the government will almost certainly have to explain how the tape was made, and that it was made at the time, and it was not altered, etc. Often in interview situations, whether it's for a book or for a media outlet, uh, sometimes the reporter or, or the ghostwriter or, you know, the, the media outlet will record. And sometimes, you know, I saw this on occasion when I worked in the Senate. The The official who's being interviewed also wants to make a recording. So there'll be no doubt about what was said. And, you know, there's no dispute about that. We also know that sometimes on a number of occasions— people, including people who work for Donald Trump, surreptitiously record him. So it could be any one of a number of people. Do you have a theory?
1: You know, there's been some reporting that said that Trump's folks at this point in time were actually taping, and and wouldn't that be rich if the source of the tape was Trump's people? But as you say, it's also very likely that folks writing a book would have asked for permission to and, and made tape. I saw also some reporting that said that Trump was aware the conversation was being taped, Which, if that's true, if that could be proven in court, the notion that he was aware of what he was saying at the time he said it just underlines what a big deal this is.
0: Maybe it was Omarosa. (laughs) Anyone of
1: a number of people, right, coming back from his uh, history to make tapes.
0: So we'll see how that plays out. We'll see if there are other revelations about the indictment. I guess one more thing we should say and repeat, that though the trial was set for August 14th of 2023— It will not be happening on August 14th of 2023. The government has asked for it to be pushed back to December. As of this recording, we're waiting for Trump's defense team to respond to that proposal. I don't think it'll happen in December either. Do you have any more thoughts about the timing?
1: So I think Jack Smith has taken a very interesting, aggressive posture here. I think he may be serious about the December date, although, and maybe this is a conversation for another time, I hate Christmas juries. They're far too forgiving. But that said, he, in the the motion requesting that date, says look, judge, we've teed up all of the unclassified discovery. We've even turned over something called Jenks material, witness statements, which we're not technically obligated to provide until the witness testifies at trial. He's sort of signaling that he's serious. But to your point, I think the reality of turning over classified discovery and all of the legitimate delays involved in this push this trial back until after the first of the year.
0: So switching gears a bit, we thought we would talk about a case that might have, you know, great significance out of Arkansas. A federal district court judge has struck down an Arkansas law. Remember that Arkansas law as a blanket matter banned all gender-affirming care in the state for people under the age of 18. And, and generally speaking, that included any kind of... Hormone. Thanks for listening. To hear the full episode, head to cafe.com slash insider and try out the membership for just $1 for one month. That's cafe.com slash insider. To the many of you who have chosen to join the insider community, thank you for supporting our work.